right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. Welcome to Two Guys Garage Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and Britain Productions. It's Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B, and we are fired up because today, guess what? We're talking hot rods, muscle cars, man, and the season premiere of Two Guys Garage, season 19, Kev. 19! 19! Isn't that a crazy number? Like, when you think about television shows, right? You think some of your favorites, you know, they lasted a season. You're like, damn it. Why didn't it go a little longer? Maybe it went two or three seasons, you know? And it's not, you know, it's very rare you get, like, cheers. I can't remember how many they have, but they were, like, record breaker there for a while. Like, you get, like, umpteen season, but 19 seasons, man. Yeah, man. Unbelievable. You know, it's funny. One of the cars out in my uh, driveway right now is is a 19-year-old BMW that came with a phone hardwired into the car, bro. That's how old 19 years is when you think about it. That's how long (laughs) that show's been running. The phone was hardwired into the car. Well, I tell you, I tell you, man, this is, you know, a little inside. But uh, I know when I started, because, you know, I filled in for Sam Amolo, who had, you know, been around for ages. He was kind of like... The guy, right? The guy who started, you know, DIY automotive television. I'm thinking to myself, wow, what a great run. What huge shoes to fill. And uh, well, this is going to be a great one season. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the same oh, way. Man, I thought I'd kill it in a heartbeat. But uh, thank goodness there's some nice folks out there that just keep watching despite us, you know? Yeah, man. It, we appreciate it, too. Because, you know, I think about my first show and, you know, with you guys, and it was the Mustang. I should have known, man. My nemesis, the Mustang. Uh, but yeah, it's the same way, man. I was like, wow, this is because I came from doing another show, Pink's All Out. And, you know, I went down there for the audition, and I didn't even know if I got the gig, if I was going to be working with you until months down the road. They called, and I'm in my garage just tinkering on a car, and they're like, yeah, you know what? We uh, decided to go with you on that two guys garage spot. So, can you start um, in about a month? <laughs> and I was like, "Huh? What? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, you're ready. You're about to tip over the halfway point, right? This is your eighth season. Is that right? Yeah. Eight years. Eight years. You've been on the show, and I've been doing it eleven years. So I have I have teetered over. I have now done the show uh, longer. Then Sam Amolo did. Wow. Well, which is crazy. Yeah. Which is crazy. Congratulations on that, wow, old school. 
Uh, you know, it's funny, man, because I see your hair getting a little grayer each season. <laughs> a little saltier, man. A little saltier. <laughs> hey, at least you have hair. <laughs> man, you took that one away. I was going to grab it. Yeah, man. I figured I better get it before you hit me with it. <laughs> well, you know, the season premiere, season 19 premiere, it featured a really cool car. And if you look back at all the cars that we've, you know, we've ever got to tinker on, it's really hard to beat a you know a first gen Camaro. You, you know you look back, think about cars that we've been able to build over the years. Is there one car that stands out over all the others? I do actually have one. I do have one. You got one. Well, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I've got the one. I mean, I did get my uh, my first gen BMW M3 down there with you know my LS swap. I mean, so that was cool to have you know one of my builds you know we could bring into the shop. Um, but that ex- doesn't happen too often, but it's cool. Yeah, that excluded, you know, there's just been so many fun projects. I don't know if there was one that stood out. I mean, we've done everything from factory 533 Ford, you know, to Cobra builds. We had a GTM I got in the there. One. You know, we've had, I got the one. All right. All right. We're going to just segue right over to Willie's number one. Hit us up, my man. Got, no, this, this is going to be your number one too. Ooh, ooh, you just can't ooh, recall ooh, it right okay. now. It is the Corvette we put oh. hand controls in and built for the Army veteran guy who lost his leg and an IED and lost two-thirds of the other one. And that guy was on the ground, wrenching with us, working on the car, and we delivered him a turbo-boosted-up Corvette with hand controls. That has got to be the baddest show we've ever been able to do. You have absolutely, hands down, Nailed it. And I've done a lot of shows over the last 15 years. Uh, didn't, you know, a couple of charity shows in there. So they, they kind of go head to head. Um, but man, as far as two guys go, that was the most awesome experience because of how excited he was uh, to be there with us, right? Yeah. Literally, right below his hips was all gone, right? So he's yeah. sitting kind of, you know, right on his keister there. And, uh, you know, part of one arm was gone. He had, yep. you know, a lot of skin grafts taken from another one. So, you know, a lot of him was not there, but his heart and soul made up for it tenfold. And he literally crawled around with us on the ground, under the yeah. car, you know, on a dolly, like multiple episodes. And, yeah. uh, you know, talking to his wife after, he was so exhausted, right? I mean, physically draining, but you could never tell because his enthusiasm was through the roof. It was awesome. Yeah, man. That show will forever be just memorialized in my mind as one of the coolest things ever. Then the Don Garland show and, you know, seeing, you know, just seeing some of the main, you know, some of these guys come through there and watching them get their car or their truck. Remember the truck we built a couple seasons ago for the kid? We flipped his C10, you know, and he was like, what? You know, it's it's really cool seeing the reaction of people when we give them their car back or when we're able to take it for just test drives. And it's our reaction. They get on camera like, damn. I think got some steam yeah. now, you know? That's something behind the scenes that, you know, everybody gets to see is, uh, you know, once we've got it done and once we get to see the owner and once, once we get to see their excitement and enthusiasm, uh, I mean, that's a that's a whole winner right there, yeah, you know? Man. Yeah. Uh, we don't always get to capture it, but uh, definitely a winner. we got to take a break now. When we get back, we'll tell you more about the season 19 premiere that featured the 69 Camaro, a little bit about the Camaro, and we'll pull the curtain back on the show a little bit Uh, and reveal whether or not one of us has gotten in trouble for doing burnouts. All right, quick break. We're back at it on the Two Guys Garage podcast. (laughs) 
It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And this portion of the show brought to you by New Hampshire Oil Undercoating. We worked with a couple times, even had him on the podcast. It's great stuff. If you want your ride to last forever, this is going to fight all the corrosion, all the things that tear your car out from underneath your ride. Yeah, adding value and safety. It's as easy as a DIY, right? little spray, get it everywhere, lube up the bottom of your car, keep all that salt and corrosion, eliminates rust. Like you said, an easy way to take anything you own and make it last damn near forever, especially all of us that live up here in the in the winter months. Oof, that's yeah, awful. Find out all the details, nhoilundercoating.com. And man, let's talk about this Camaro. So season 19 premiered with a 1969 Camaro. And I got to tell you, I'm partial. Um, I have owned one 69 Camaro, but it was it didn't have an engine. I never got an engine in it. I traded it, you know, just, you know, it went through a trade of hands. Just one of those things I had I wanted to finish. But it just so happens today, you know, I'm fortunate enough to say I do have a 67 Camaro. Now, the difference between 67, 68, and 69, there's some, you know, small tweaks to it. If you see a, a first-gen Camaro, one easy way to tell, say, a, a 69 is it's got little kind of, you know, kind of little indentions in front of the, the rear tires 67s have a little wing window you know do you like the wing windows are you a fan of the 67 or you like the 69 oh well you know i'll take all three of them right because the subtleties <laughs> are so different right I and mean, you can get really fixated on you know for whatever reasons right the 69 is probably the most powerful you know the most pop most desired and it's got like you said kind of looking almost gills sort of in that rear quarter so it does give a little right. more flair but i mean the the body the shape or whatever really didn't change and they all look bitchin i would take any one of them uh you know if you let me pick i'd pick a 69 if you let me take you, any of them i'd just grab them and run so let me ask you a question before we get into the season premiere would you rather have a 69 camaro or a let's say a 69 of you know variations of your choice could be an rs ss four speed automatic whatever all right or a 1970 camaro with that split bumper Oh, definitely first gen. Definitely first gen. You like gen. first gens. Yeah. I mean, I, I was this close. My first car, a split bumper, you know, 70. And uh, man, just just walked away. Had a little too much, you know, work to do on it. Uh, but and I always regretted it. Uh, but man, I just, I lean into a first gen. You know, maybe it's because, you know, one of my best friends in high school. So I had a third gen. That was my first car, a third gen. <laughs> really third proud of gen. it. Most people don't admit that. Yeah, not proud of it. Not at all. <laughs> Uh, totally gutted it, you know, everything stripped it all out, built some nasty small blocks, uh, making pretty big power back then, you know, three speed turbo 350, the whole bit, um, really raging back then, just loud, nasty cams. So I turned it into at least, you know, my version of a redneck science project. Um, but my buddy had a 60, 68 RSSS, uh, 327. Four speed Hershifter. Yeah. I hate I hate that guy. If you talk to that guy nowadays, man, send him a message on Facebook. I'm not a fan. <laughs> so you know, we'd have his Camaro, my Camaro, and we just were always running and gunning somewhere. You know, ripping up roads. So in my brain is the sound of that 327 small block, 
just roaring and the car was so rough you know it was his dad's old car that he got to you know drive on right right yeah you know, take over you know it had different body panels all over different colors there was no carpet in it you know it was just the seats and the shifter inside you know it was all loud and metal there's no headliner but it right. was badass so it's the way it should i be. think that burned <laughs> in my brain right it's funny, man, because it was a guy in high school that I had a little envy for. Brian Ball was his name, and he had this wicked, you know, I believe his was a 69. It was a four-speed car. A lot like, you know, my 67 I have now is a 427, four-speed, 12-bolt car. So it's a rare, it's kind of a rare bird, obviously a replacement engine in it. Uh, Brian Ball is a kid that, you know, I was always a little jelly. I had a pretty bad 71 Dodge Charger. I wanted a 70. Uh, or I wanted a first-gen Camaro. I was out, like on the lookout for one of them cars because I always, you know, I always loved that body style. I always appreciated how they looked, and they they were just badass cars. If you had one of those cars, it was just badass. It was just I don't care if it had hubcaps on it, if it had you know a three twenty-seven in it, the three fifty with the stroker kit in it, or a big block four fifty-four, four twenty-seven, four hundred. I like them all. I love them. I love to see them on the road. Anytime I'm uh, even today, most people know me as a Mopar guy but you know me I own a few classic hot rod Chevys one being my first gen Camaro and the one we had on the show was a pretty nice representation of a 69 Camaro now the funny thing on the show is <laughs> is he said that it was a, a, a race car now you guys got to understand when we get calls and we get info about cars when the the you know, the client or the, the customer, or the person giving us the car is like, yeah, man, this thing's a race car. I, I'm a race car guy. Like my race car runs in the sevens. I'm trying to tweak it, get it to sixes and a quarter mile. I got a street car that, you know, is a pretty nasty street car. It runs, you know, low nines up here in Colorado in altitude, you know, probably running eight down in Florida. So when I think of a race car, I think road cage, harnesses i think you know a big crazy ignition a big block some sort of power adder be it nitrous supercharger turbo something and this car rolls in it's got a little stroker 408 <laughs> i don't even think it was a three-quarter race cam <laughs> you know? it was like a five eighths or something you know yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it still had plenty of vacuum on the brake booster you know like but it was a, it was a solid little runner, man. It was a great little yeah. car. But yeah, when you say when you say race car, I mean it was set up for the drag strip, right? It had big and little, so it had the big right. you know meats on the back, the skinnies on the front. You know, it had two speed power glide. You know, it was it was set up for him to make runs, just not really really fast runs. But it had the look, right? He had that that pro street look. Yeah. So. We go and get it, and this is no joke. When I see the car, I'm like, wait, wait. He said it's a race car. It doesn't have a road cage in it. So I'm like, I'm driving this one because to answer the question prior to the break, yes, one of us has gotten in trouble for doing burnouts, and it wasn't Kevin. So, <laughs> so I don't drive too often on the show just because of that. However, when I saw the first-gen Camaro, Kevin was like, you want to drive it? And I'm like, oh, God, yes, I got to drive that thing. So – Got behind the wheel, and you're right, it, it it does have a little bit of power. It is a good, you know, for him, it was a good car that he took most of his time playing at the strip, right, regardless of how fast it went. And he wanted us to kind of switch it over from a car that, you know, looked and lived on the street, I mean, on the strip, regardless of how fast it was, to a car that really wanted to live on the street. And that requires a different look, a different stance, some different drivability, 
you know, and much better brakes than this car had on it, you know, because they had drums all the way around it. Another thing while I'm going, you're not really fast because anybody with drum brakes ain't stopping. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. He's in the sand pit at the end, you know. Yeah. He's got a parachute, not because he's going fast, just because he can't slow down. Right. <laughs> you know? But I tell you, it was a beautiful car. I mean, a, yeah. a, a nice, pretty blue, white stripes down. It's super clean. And I mean, that engine compartment, dude, he did a fantastic job. I mean, just from a, you pop the hood, it's like spot on. There's a nice, clean, you know, small block, nice air filter on it, good covers, not a lot of mess in there. Just, you know, really well done streetcar. But like you said, I mean, when you're taking 1990 and going to 2020, right? There's 30 years of, of just styling and setup and, you know, aftermarket components and, you know, things that you can swap out. And man, we did a two-parter on it. We're only going to really talk about the first part until everybody gets to catch up. But uh, we did a two-parter on it because there was so many awesome things that you can do from a car that pretty much is like a time capsule uh, from 30 years ago, right? From the 90s yeah. or whatever. You know, obviously it's been modified significantly since 69, but you know, now it's getting its sort of third life, right? Right. Um, and, so and when you look at those first gen Camaros, man, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the story of how they came on the scene to combat like the Mustangs and, you know, or, or what it is, you know, even how, it, you know, it got the name Camaro. Because you recall everything from Chevy back in the day had to start with a C, Corvette, Corvair, Chevelle, Camaro. It had to start with a C, you know. <laughs> so y you look at these cars and there's something so simple, the simplicity of them, how, you know, some of the screws go right through the trim or the panel and just get exposed. I like that. You know, some of the cool <laughs> things, you know, it, nothing's really power on it except for, you know, what's coming through the engine and the drivetrain. And it just doesn't have the creature comforts you find and expect in today's cars. But there is something about driving an old car, especially when you take it from something that's been kind of, you know, survived on the strip and you put it on the street and start adding some creature comforts and drivability and, you know, where it stops a little easier, it rides a little better, some things become a little fun in the car as opposed to a fight in the car, you know? Oh, without a doubt. Now, I mean, I grew up, my, uh, you know, my first, my car was that third gen Camaro, but uh, I was always building it. I was always gutting it, stripping out or whatever. So we had, you know, my, my older sister had a 67 Mustang. Uh, and it wasn't, you know, rocked out or anything. It had the straight six in it. But uh, that's what I drove when I had my car down, build another engine. And, uh, you know, it was full manual steering and full drum brakes, right? And, I mean, as sloppy as could possibly be. You know, you hit the brake pedal and it's going to the right. You know, you got at least, you know, 90 to 120 degrees of steering before the wheels actually change direction. You know, you yeah, just kind of slop it back and forth. So, I mean, I grew up my whole, like, young early days, for the most part, bouncing back and forth between my, you know, built-up nasty machine and this old-school drum brake thing. Uh, so I'm used to it, but it's horrible. It's not fun. <laughs> I mean, I had fun in it, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, it's just muscling. It's taking away, you know, energy, your thoughts on what you're trying to do with the car. And, uh, you know, it's one thing to go to a, from A to B, but when you got other people on the road that are going A to B faster, cornering harder, braking right. quicker, you're just sitting there going, oh, uh, wait, what about me? What about me? I want to keep up, you know? I want some yeah, of that. Man. And that's where, you know, this show is awesome because not only did it have, uh, you know, a setup change, but a significant 
performance fun factor upgrade uh, top to bottom. So yeah, tell us about the, the brake setup we put on that thing. So it was Master Power Brakes. Um, Mark from Master Power Brakes has been a big partner on the show. And he makes, it's funny because on the show, Two Guys Garage, we see a lot of great products that come through. And some of them impress us so much that we end up using those on some of our builds. We're like, wow, that's really good stuff. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, you know, Master Power Brakes is one of those guys that, you know, I've been there. I've hosted a couple of his car shows. Met the guy. love what they do. I honestly got, I had a, a Master Power Brakes set up for that 1960 Bel Air show up at my house literally today before we started the podcast. I was like, all right, the brakes are in. So we really do use and are comfortable with a lot of the things you'll see on the show. Now, with Master Power Brakes, it's, it's a big upgrade from, from the drums, no doubt. So you'll see the kit. It's a really good kit. All the hardware's there. And it's all flossy and glossy, man. It's all drilled, slotted. It's got the billet, you know, calipers. Everything on it is really top-notch how it looks aesthetically. And just the performance is a big upgrade. So that's one of the first things we kind of tackled on the car. And one of the most significant things on the premiere show. But I'm loving where the car is going next. Yeah. I mean, so 13-inch uh, rotors with, I think they were... Four or six piston fronts. Yes, six. Uh, billet calipers. Yeah, six piston front. Billet aluminum calipers uh, with a big booster, right? Power boost. So you go from manual, you know, with drums to now power boosted, you know, with big old nasty rotors in the front, big discs on the rear. I mean, unbelievable change from start to finish on, on the whole stopping power, stopping confidence, safety, performance side of it. Uh, huge, huge upgrade and change. Yeah, man. And anybody that does any road course driving or autocross, you'll learn about progressive braking. You'll learn, you know, how to put your car into the corner and through the corner the fastest way possible. And when you go to driving schools and situations like that, it, it's apparent you're never doing that with drum brakes, A. Uh, and you're always fighting, you know, heating up the brakes. So you want something that dissipates heat. You want something that's not going to have a lot of brake fade. So we, we chose a performance size caliper and performance friction material on there as well. Because these cars, even, you know, even with an aggressive street driver, you know, it's fun to take these cars and put them in scenarios that is typically not where you find them me i love upgrading suspensions and throw them on an autocross course you know my big old muscle cars will be out there on an autocross course tearing it up the rotors glowing man and me a big smile ear to ear i think that's one of those things when you build a car build it the way you use it drive it and plan on you know getting out there and and having fun with it you know the fun factor is why we go through all these headaches you know, so make sure it's there and make sure you are upgrading your car to handle the, the fun factor that, you know, that expectation of what the build is going to become. Yeah, well, we got a whole lot more fun factor on this build. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get more into this, you know, kickoff of our season, a little behind the scenes and, uh, you know, maybe a little bit with Willie getting the spank down or something along those lines with doing mm. burnouts. What's mm. that all about? Burnout, son. Yeah. So stick with us. Uh, Two Guys Garage Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. It's Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. We're talking about season 19 premiere, which featured a 1969 Camaro. Ooh, it's blue. It's got some stripes on it. It's got the look, the stance, the feel. The interior was sweet. Man, something about, I don't know, jumping in that little half-bucket seat and, you know, seeing the hood of that 69 Camaro, knowing it's got a little sauce under the hood. You're like, ooh, 
Let's get it on, man. Let's get on. I just want to I want to pull up besides, I don't know, Hyundai's at the stoplight and be like, you want some? <laughs> well, the big thing, you know, we, we talked about before the break is, uh, you know, brakes, really upgrading the brakes. But, you know, yeah. we weren't going to go put the big and littles back on, right? Because that's not how you do pro touring. That's not how you do kind of modern street, right? No. So we hooked up with Fixie Wheels. Uh, these guys are out of uh, Vancouver area. And, uh, man, they built some top-notch three-piece wheels. And, and they're pretty much, you know, one of the kings in, in the kind of racing world, uh, but also produce, you know, racing-inspired performance wheels for your streetcar. So we went through and picked out, you know, with the owner, uh, just a killer set of 18-inch fixie wheels that just absolutely changes the look and the stance. I mean, man, when I watched the the videos of us because we're in the, in the car driving we can stand around and look at it but seeing the footage you know of it actually driving with us in it and the stance and the look man that tire combination on that car really just pops you know it takes a 60s era car puts a little bit of modernization to it without making it feel like you've you know you've pulled too hard you know it was yeah. like just a great match yeah man there is no doubt when you throw some new shoes on any car like, you know, I've had, there's been times in my life where I didn't know if my, my next dollar was, you know, going to be enough to cover my bills. And I never forget, I, I had a 74 Nova. And man, I slapped some good looking rims a buddy, a buddy set me up with. And I even gave that car the look back. And you all know what the look back is. When you park your car and you're walking into whatever room, <laughs> building, place, house, you give your car a look back and go, yeah, you sexy son of a bitch, you. Yeah, you know, a, a, a good pair of shoes on a car can change everything about it. The personality, the look, the stance, how aggressive it looks. It really does turn the script on a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's amazing that one feature a good set of wheels and then you you got to have the right stance right the, yeah the fender's got to sit just right on the tire right you gotta have the right size so it fills it you know just right it's all about proportion and getting that ride height just right and i mean it, it's a it goes from being a potential eh i don't know to a damn a damn you know when you guys or if you guys see the season 19 premiere with this particular camaro you'll see the before and after picture i'm gonna tell you it, it it's one of those things where before you go eh, it's a sweet nice 69 camaro to after you're like damn now that's what i'm talking about it it does change the dynamic it's so paramount when you look at the car before and you look at it afterwards you go wow now that is something that I'd be proud and happy in for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, man. All right. So we talked a little bit uh, about your burnouts. Now, I, I just, when I showed up, you know, 11 years ago, it was pretty much the premise that, um, uh, you know, and, and we're always cool with the owners, right? But typically mm -hmm. it's, uh, you know, we are going to take care of your car. We're going to love it. But it's a TV show, mm -hmm. man. And we're going to have fun. We're going to show people about having fun. And it's just mm -hmm. a given that uh, we got a cool car. We're not going to go out and destroy mm -hmm. something, but especially if you're getting some new tires, you know, or if you got a lot of meat on there, we're going to at least do a little burnout, you know, like oh, we're going to do a little gun on the pedal, right? No abuse, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're, we're going to have some fun. So, <laughs> so uh, I, I remember this episode 
I, I may have I may have taken it a little little further than that. So so something about me. I, I'm one of those individuals that love loves a good healthy burnout, like a John Force eighth mouth, you know, type burnout. Amen, um, brother. Amen. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> and I tend to do a lot of drifting and burnouts. And hell, I've just done live videos from my house where I've got listeners on my radio station to come out, and there'll be twenty cars doing burnouts on a hundred and eighty foot concrete pad in front of my shop. You know, and we broke the world record last year for most cars doing a burnout for with 170. So needless to say, burnouts, well, they're like flowers for men. You know, they're one of those things that I think is just uh, really fun to do. And I never forget that Mustang show where I was really adamant about, let me just put down one good burnout. And they said, well, just a little one. We can't have a little burnout. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a rite of passage. That most of us right. never get past. <laughs> We're still yeah. stuck doing it. Exactly know? my point, Kev. <laughs> like, they asked for a little one. So I gave them, well, I gave them a little one combined with another little one combined with another two or three more little. It was a long one by the time all the littles got added up. And I'm like, I came back and I'm like, see, now that's a burnout. However, the, they didn't clear 99.9% .9 of the cars that come in our shop. They'll at least clear the burnout with the owner. This one had been partially cleared <laughs> so i think we ended up i think we ended up maybe <laughs> supplying the man with some tires and uh and i got to talking to about uh about my burnouts <laughs> so so you know kevin does most of the driving now <laughs> you know you just keep tossing me those keys bro i will do them burnouts and i will take the heat <laughs> it's better that you, that you do it <laughs> just because uh you know i'm known to get a little aggressive let's just say the least and you know the great thing is is we love showing the cars off after we build them and a lot of times man that that finished shot that you see on the show is you know it's the same area and if, if there's a cool car driving up and down those streets a lot of the neighbors they just know they're always like yeah, yeah. it's the two guys do a burnout dude do a burnout it's just peer pressure <laughs> Well, speaking of, uh, and this is this is where I, I gained like instant cred for Willie because uh, I, I don't know if it was maybe first second season. I think you had your Roadrunner, yes, that you that you brought down, and I mean a brand new set of slicks. Uh, and we've got you know around our shop, some of the roads are kind of old, and the one right in front of it is really really uh, aggressive, chip you know? and seal. Like, it's the chip and yeah, seal all asphalt. The, all the, you know, yeah. the asphalt is gone and just the stones are sticking up, man. If you were to just run as a person and biff in a power slide, you would just pretty much eat off all of your skin, you know? But he, <laughs> he has these brand new set of slicks. Uh, how much horsepower are you making in that Roadrunner? Um, about 630 at the rear tire. Yeah, 630 horsepower. And, uh, you know, we did a whole bunch of work to it. It was an awesome episode. And, uh, you know, went to do the burnout. Well, this is his damn car and his damn tires. And uh, <laughs> he can do whatever the hell he wants. And I'm like, yes, this is awesome. Because there ain't nobody going to tell us what to do. And, man, Willie just wheeled that sucker, you know, you know, doing a power break, just burnout. You know, slowly just crawling down the street, smoke from one building across the street to the other a thick fog yes never lets off right gets down to the end of the street walks that sucker around starts coming back the other way right <laughs> you know coming back through the fog whoa i mean i swear it went on for about 10 minutes and i'm yeah. like <laughs> yeah. yes America. that's my boy man i can sign up to a co-host and a partner in crime like that and sure enough if that boy didn't eat through those br i mean they had the sticker on yeah they had the, had the sticker, sticker on. on when they started <laughs> and they were done 
One yeah. run, and they were done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the old chip and steel. He even warned me, too. He's like, man, I don't know if you want to do a burnout on that asphalt. And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, why I like I was, this guy, man. Yeah, man. How much I those tires you. cost you? How much those tires oh, cost Oh, they're like 180 a piece. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so 400 bucks <laughs> up in smoke, but it was well worth it, my friend. Well worth yeah, it. Yeah, man. That's as, right. As anybody will tell you. So whether it's in a 69 Camaro or a 1970 big block Mopar, you know, burnouts make men happy. And hopefully we get to season 20, season 21, 22, and a lot more burnouts, a lot more fun. You know, when you look at future projects, like that 69 Camaro is coming back, which the next phase of this Camaro is going to be even more of a follow-up, follow-through on the pro touring sort of aspects of this car because i really believe these cars when you get say a great drivetrain there's something that you could take out on the street and actually get miles out of that fun factor that you know i love this old ride and nothing makes me happier type moments really come piled up when you when you get to experience that car in that condition and shape so i'm really yeah. looking forward to the next evolution of this 69 camaro well, I'm going to give these guys a little teaser, right? Ooh, uh, do it. Jump on, watch the first one, right? That's just setting it up. We did a lot of little DIY stuff, right? We replaced the side glass, some mirrors, a lot of other little features that we didn't really talk about because, uh, you know, we're just so geeked up about some of these big items. But a uh, couple of hints. It's got a two-speed transmission in it. So how many pro touring guys running around with two gears? <laughs> You're right. That's all I got to say. Right? That's all I got to say. Now, let your brain kind of go, what, what, what could happen? What could these guys do with a two-speed? Well, you, you know. chew on that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it, it's got a carburetor. Nothing wrong with a carburetor. But, you know, we're in 2020. So, you know, I'll let you kind of spin around with that one a little bit. Yeah, there's some <laughs> other goodies going on in that season, too. But I'll kind of I'll leave it at that. There you go, man. That's on the next episode. We hope you're uh, you're there for it. And if you're interested in the show, Two Guys Garage, it's available on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Make sure you get it. Or you can find us on Motor Trend On Demand, which is always a great way to find us as well. So, man, season 19, the premiere featuring one wicked Camaro. You got to definitely check that out. Part two of it is on the way, and I'm really looking forward. Thanks to our producer, Scoop, and our executive producer, Bob Ecker. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our website. We got a lot of our episodes on there, so check them out. A lot of little clips, great automotive content, twoguysgarage.com, and share your thoughts with us. We're on social, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. Now, Two Guys Garage podcast is a copyright 2020 Britain Productions Incorporated. All rights reserved. All right, question for you before we get out of here and sign off. I know you got a garage build that's pretty McNasty. Is that something you ever see on a future episode of Two Guys Garage? Man, uh, it would be an awesome episode. But I'm going to get a little bit of, you know, background work done, a little... A little bit of, uh, you know, let everybody kind of see where it's going. And yeah, man, okay. maybe we do roll right, that right, thing let, in. Let, let me open this door then. You know, there was this nasty, nasty little small block coyote engine that you built last year. Made something like 1,100 horsepower. It was stanky, dude. It, oh, it was nasty. Could that drivetrain, could that engine find its way in this little new project of yours? Oh, yes, it could. Yes, it Ooh, could. Man, and I got oh, I got an interesting recipe. Um, yeah, so I'll just a little little bit of the cat out of the bag, right? 65 Mustang Fastback. Um, 
wide body, because love to get some tire, love to get some track width, right? Wide body, all steel. I just, I just like a girl with big hips. I just like a girl with big hips. So yeah, <laughs> pumping uh, almost 1,100 horsepower out of this Coyote. Um, and I got some other kind of unique layouts and goodies and thoughts going into this thing. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm working out a lot of the, the bugs and the, the pre-engineering, right? How's this gonna fit and how's this gonna work together? Uh, Cause it's gonna be quite a unique combo. So um, yeah, we'll definitely bring it on the podcast and uh, you know, if we think it's worthy, yeah. uh, let me roll it through the show. Be awesome. Yeah, yeah. man. It's definitely worthy. Hope to see it there one day, man. All right, it's wrap. Two guys go out the podcast. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Y'all take care. See you guys. Two Guys Garage Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Britain Productions. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.